Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park going here we're up and i think we're alive thank you for being here joining me on a tuesday evening how you feeling tonight you feeling good yes everything's great good love it and then so i guess we should start this off so everyone knows who you are and kind of your background that and i hope i pronounce this correctly but you've kind of started a new headphone company or earbud company called butterflies is that exactly how it's pronounced yeah Cool. So what was the motivation behind that? Why? What was your why with it? And tell us about your path, I guess. Uh, I guess. So my background has been in the music, mobile and gaming space. I started off at, you know, at huge companies and then then moved to smaller companies and startup companies. Um, And my expertise has been going into crowded marketplaces with new innovations, finding a path to growth and um, really cutting through the noise and clutter and, and getting, making people aware of it and growing the companies. So I'd done this my whole career. I, I love it. It's so interesting. I love business and I love growing companies. And so, um, but I have, you know, sort of itching for a change and this, idea was tickling around in my head. Um, and I, I actually ended up sitting my husband down as if he was my board member. Um, and I, the other one, I think I wanted to do was go back and get my PhD in economics. I love the study of economics and research and writing and analyzing it. Um, and so I sat him down and I was like, here, you know, these are the two paths I want to take one, and, you know, essentially here's the business plan for butterflies. And here is why I want to go down the PhD path. And he's like, listen, we're already paying for your last graduate school. Um, why don't, you've been doing this for companies your whole career. Why don't you do it for yourself? Um, but it turns out this was way more expensive. <laughs> so he really got himself in the foot. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's it. I mean, I started it and like from a personal standpoint, I started it just because I was, going skiing one weekend and I had fallen asleep with the wired um, Apple AirPods in oh. white ones, um, and woke up with like crazy aching pain in my ears. And the, that morning I woke up and all, and I know this now, I didn't know this then, but all earbuds are made with what's called a plastic clamshell material design. So the, it's like a shell that 
put they put together in the in the manufacturer and so i just cut open on that seam put the contents of of the earbuds and the speaker into my kids swimmers wax um and then was able to wear them super comfortably all day underneath my ski helmet the sound environment was so much cleaner and, and such a um beautiful sound because i had a near perfect seal um, and so I cut, went into work on Monday and my CFO at the time was a really good friend of mine. And I was like, Hey, listen to what I invented. And he was like, no, that has to exist. Like something like that has to exist. And so we spent a really long time trying to figure it out. And then, you know, after much ado, figured out that this is the number one complaint in the earbud industry mm-hmm. is long-term comfort and fit. Um, and the reason is the human ear is constantly moving when you talk and chew and exercise and that movement against that hard plastic design causes ear fatigue and soreness after a bit because it's moving against it. It causes it to walk out. So that movement gets it, makes it fall out of your ear. And then the last issue is the there's sound, you get sound fatigue from the vibrations in that plastic design. So we invented an earbud that that is continually flexible with the human ear. And so it's comfortable as the longer you wear it. Works with your body temperature, so it gets more comfortable over time. It has a damping effect, so it stops that sound fatigue in your cartilage, and then it won't. It doesn't fall out. So, took us a really long time to figure it out, but we did it. Um, And now we can't keep enough inventory in the door, which is awesome. That's a good problem to have for sure. Yeah, yeah. So going back though, I hope I don't forget my thoughts on your earbuds. So, but going back though, you know, at a young age, I mean, did you always were attracted? Like when you were, you know, were you always attracted to the mobile gaming and music industries, or was that just kind of, you know, fell into that part of it just because, or did you just have an interest in it to go into that sort of areas? So yeah, I mean, I'm I love music, I love gaming, I love. um I love innovation in new technologies, particularly. So mostly what what I was working on is the digital space, which was newer back then. The mobile space, which was a huge new platform. Um, And so, and yeah, and since a young age, I've been inventing things. Some were very bad ideas. (laughs) I remember when I was nine, I had a I decided that Halloween was so fun and that it was such a disappointment that you only got to celebrate and dress up once a year. <laughs> so I decided that kids around the world would want to be able to dress up in the summer too. So I had a Halloween costume, a summertime Halloween costume um, store. And then I'd make my friends go around the neighborhood as like a Halloween parade. So everyone would get excited about it. Sure. But my friends stopped wanting to participate. <laughs> oh man you wanted to buy it oh that's no fun but yeah that's that's cool because you know at a young age i was always attracted to technology and gaming and maybe not more music but just those two things and just because i grew up in a very rural area and i remember my uncle got me my first nintendo and just that was kind of my thing and even till this day so i keep playing video games and when you know even during college that's how me and my friends or after college rather so even stayed connected that you know, somebody made an excuse or a meme one time that, you know, guys invented online gaming so they could talk to each other that way instead of call each other. So but that's <laughs> kind of like how we all kind of still keep in touch and that it kind of really means a lot to me as far as video games and stuff, because I have a lot of good memories from them. And that, yeah. yeah, I do think it's really cool. Actually, I, there's a Colorado, a company in Colorado that is uh, has invented 
her company is called is the last game board, which is such a cool concept because you actually have a physical game board, but it has holographic images and, and connects with the digital space. So you and I could play, you're in Virginia, I'm in Colorado, and we could play the game. And it's like still having that feeling where you're sitting around a table and, and really enjoying the game, but you don't have to be in the same physical room, which I think is such a cool thing that it's bringing the world together. Yeah, that is a really cool thing. And especially when, you know, obviously, I guess we're out of the pandemic now, but in during pandemic times, that was something that was almost needed that were people who were being isolated from everybody else were missing that human connection, so to speak, you know, and which, yeah, which you know, yeah, Zoom was fine and everything. But still, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but it was not until maybe the second year until people started kind of really incorporating these, uh, I don't know, virtual happy hours, I guess. Yeah. Which I have to say, I mean, like I did it with a bunch of my school friends, like high school and college friends, where we did the Zoom thing, which was so fun. Like it was so fun to just hang out and do nothing. The work happy hour, I was not into. (laughs) I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you at all. And just, but I was pretty fortunate during COVID. We We don't have to go down a COVID soapbox here, but just the only thing really changed for me was that I had to put on a mask when I went out to the grocery store or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And when I really had my friends were still around and we were all pretty we were worried about COVID, but we weren't so worried about, you know, getting it that we couldn't be like, hey, why don't just a few of us come over and like I told told you starting this podcast or whatever, just hang out and talk. So Yeah, that I think that's really cool. And and that's really important. I think a lot of people were isolated during that time and things like online gaming and Zoom did a lot to help get us through that. For sure. For sure. But going back to your earbuds, though, it was a really big topic with me and my friends. And because we're always, you know, when I used to work in higher education, too, before my job now, but I was always walking around campus. Everyone had different earbuds, you know, like Google Pixels. Is that what they're called? No. Google, whatever they're called, the Google's version of the AirPods, I guess. And then I had two different versions of the AirPods of second generation and the pros and just and even even with running my half marathons, I was always even looking for a different, like, what is the best earphone to do, like, as far as daily life, where I could exercise with it and be able to walk across campus or walk down the street, walking my dogs and feel comfortable with. Because what you were talking about, like the ear fatigue and pain, like, it was always just like, sometimes I would feel that even just sitting at my desk, it's like, why is my ear sore right now? Yeah. I never knew why. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting when you're, when you want to start a business. I mean, one of the important things is to make sure there's a need in the marketplace. But when we started doing a deep dive on this earbuds, the the current form factor of earbuds was designed 15 years ago with the iPod and meant for 20 minutes of music listening. And the earbud space has grown tremendously. Like he, he has seen huge growth, but not because of new technology, but because of the use case or, you know, human habits have changed Mm. and the content we're listening to has changed dramatically. Like people weren't listening to podcasts back then. People weren't listening necessarily to audiobooks back then. Um, And now when we did a deep dive on this space, people who are heavy earbud users, they're now using their earbuds from one to seven hours a day. And you see it. I mean, it's become like a normal part of your life. You don't leave home without your phone, your keys and your, your earbuds. Right. Um, And so that change in habit has shown, you know, is calling for a new way of doing things. And those people who are heavy earbud users, 
they love music, but they are not necessarily listening to music all the time on their earbuds. They're listening to podcasts and audiobooks and Zoom calls and okay. and phone calls. And that experience is something that we have a that we are wholeheartedly like going after what we've called the knowledge seekers or the spoken word vertical, which no one in the earbud space is doing. Every single earbud in the in the on the market is going after the music industry and they use sexy artists to promote their their brands and but people really aren't using them that much i mean there's really i mean cans like what you're wearing those sound much better with music um the high-end there's high-end earbuds that are like two thousand dollars that sound awesome with music but they're not wireless they're wired Mm -hmm. um and so we really have gone after this market that is about these people who like, I mean, you know, when you take, have 20 minutes to yourself in that precious time where you have that intimate experience with your earbuds and you get to listen to something that feeds your curiosity, just a cool brain vacation in the middle of the day. Um, And that's really what we built our whole brand around. Yeah. I like that. And just like literally just what you said, that's literally my whole day is that I either have my wired Apple earbuds in on my computer sitting at my desk and I go back and forth between depending on my mood, audiobooks, music and podcasts. I mean, that's how I spent most of my day. And then mm-hmm. here, like even with podcasts, like I wear these, but that was just because I didn't know why I bought these. I guess it was recommended somewhere on a website and I was like, oh, why not? But that's and then even when searching for like I was telling you um, the best earphones for or earbuds, or whatever you want to say. For, you know, your workouts, for just sitting at your desk and for even for podcasts, you know, like I need something that fits all three rather than just those 2000 pair of earphones. You said there's just designed for music and I won't want to adapt to my whole life where I can just be like you, like you said, just grab my earphones, my phone and my keys and I'm ready to rock. Yeah. 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 I mean, we actually have a cable system. So because I came from the music space, I thought everyone would want to have, and, and our speaker system comes from the hearing aid industry. Hmm. So it's super high end that we're bringing into this mid mid price point range. Um, and then we also have a cable system where we have a wireless tether and a wired cable. The reason we did that is because we thought everyone was going to care about the sound and they didn't want Bluetooth to compress hmm. the, the sound. But when we got it to market, people love it, but they love it because they they didn't want to have the Bluetooth experience when they were meditating or when they were sleeping with it or whatever the case was. And then they also wanted the wired because they wanted to have one, just like you said, always plugged into their computer. Um, so it's funny when you, you know, like we're like, oh, this is going to be game changer in regard to sound, but it was actually a game changer for a totally different reason. Yeah, that's good. It's interesting when you bring a product to market like that after, you know, thinking about it for. Well, when you were thinking about this product and you starting the company and everything that was it worrisome to you or that, you know, like Apple with, you know, how heavy they've gone into the industry, you know, because they have like the, you know, AirPods Pro now, like they have the version of, I guess, these canned ones too, that you were not, yeah, I got to go up against these big guys now, especially like, you know, with powerhouses like Apple and like I said, Google, whatever their versions are now, Samsung has their version I mean, was that kind of worrisome or you were just like, now nah, I'm ready to take on the challenge. I know what I want to do. Let's see what happens. So there, there are definitely instances where that can be really worrisome in this space, particularly. I mean, besides Bluetooth technology, there's no real differentiator right now between the earbud brands. The comfort fit 
it, everyone says that that is, you know, everyone mentions it in the top three messaging as the most, you know, when they're selling their product as yeah. these are the most comfortable ones, right? But the current industry solution is that little rubber or foam ear tip that comes on the end of a number of earbuds. Um, and that has done little to change that ear fatigue, aching feeling that you get. So, and when we looked at this market, it's a $32 billion market. The wow. biggest brand in the marketplace is Apple, and that includes Beats because they own Beats. Oh, yeah. But it's only 34% of the market. So 34% of the market, I mean, I don't have to take a single Apple user and assuming no one has pain from those earbuds um, and 60 in essentially 66% of the market is up for grabs. Like the next biggest, I think is Samsung and they're, they're 11%. Um, and so, and we're just looking for 1%, right? So when you think about it, you want to make sure that there is room for play, but throughout history, it's been people from the outside coming in who have disrupted industries. So you think about Netflix and Blockbuster, Blockbuster thought, they were growing like crazy because the use case was growing, but they thought no way could this little tiny company called Netflix disrupt us. Right. Sure. Um, and, or you think about Uber and, and Lyft, like the taxi industry, like, like the mafia owned that space. And they're like, no, we can do it. <laughs> and they, their proposal was, Hey, we're going to have everyone get into strangers cars <laughs> And who you don't know, right? You're gonna pay him money. Mm. <laughs> that that seems like a crazy concept at the time, because you grew up. I mean, grew up. Everyone was like, "No, don't get into strangers' cars." Exactly. Now it's, we do. Yeah, it's, it's no big deal. Now you just you know you get mad because you don't. They're not there in time yet, or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, they're they're 20 minutes away. I'm gonna look for somebody else. You know, that's <laughs> the biggest issue with them for what I've been through. But yeah, that's a great point that. Always I had her growing up, you never, you know, never take candy from a stranger, never get into a stranger's car, even if they have puppies and candy or whatever. And so it's not go to a stranger's house and now with um Airbnb. Yeah. House all the time. Yeah, it's a big deal, right? Even if they're there, you know, it's just like yeah, whatever totally. do it. Oh man, good points. So but yeah, so what do you think, you know, moving forward, you know, is there another what what's the word am I looking for here? That you know, with all the complaints that come from, you know, there's foam tips or whatever, you know, like I had the AirPod Pros, which they were supposed to be, I don't know, the best of the best, right? Basically from what Apple says. And I even for everyday life, but even when I, they fit pretty well, but when I started chewing food, they would fall out. Yes. But yeah. And other than that, like I, I wasn't sold on them. I ended up giving them to my mom. And is that the biggest complaints that most people get for their headphones. I know you said ear fatigue and stuff, but it's, is it just automatically the fit? Yeah. I mean, so generally we, that category is called the fit, right? Comfort fit category. And that, you know, the falling out is a good business model for Apple because right now on average, people are buying new wireless earbuds every six months. Mm. And that, makes sense, right? Like they fall out, your dog eats them, sure. you leave them on the airplane, you send them through the washing machine. Um, and so we, you know, it was a little risky, but we brought this high-end speaker because we believe that this, this price point range should have the best of the best sound now that we can do it. Um, and so we did bring that high-end speaker from, from the like $3,000 space. We also have 
other things that are coming up because we're going after this um, spoken word knowledge seeker space right now, the consumer is like, if they're listening to a podcast on a run or reference your half marathon um, or they're going on a hike or whatever, they hear a cool quote or interesting fact that they want to save right now. The use case is you pause, rewind, write it down. Pause, rewind, write it down, right? Or you can tag it in the app, but you, in some apps you can, but no one ever goes back to it. Mm. So we've created an experience where you can, whatever, activate our our hardware software integration, which we call Ritual, swipe it or voice activation. And Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. We will record the last 20 seconds, the next 20 seconds, translate that to text and add the metadata. So who the podcaster is, who the author is, if it's an audiobook, what the platform is, Audible, Spotify, and then you can voice tag it. So this is my article on industrial design. Um, and then go back to it later and and share it or, or integrate it with your uh, productivity tool like Evernote or whatever you use. But that is a really, we're addressing another user's, uh, the user's current need, making their lives easier, but also bridging the gap to the future of where they think the earbud industry is going, where industry experts are now predicting that the the earbud will be the platform that is the dominant computing and communication device of the future. So over the glasses, over the watch, and that is that the ritual, the hardware software integration that we've been making is is bridging the gap between what we think of earbuds today and the power and how smart they will be of the future. Right. Yeah, that was me to a T because when I was running with my earbuds in, and that's depending on if I was listening to a podcast or an audio book or whatever it was at that time that, you know, you know, I usually listen to it on 1.2 speed or one and a half speed or whatever it is. And then like if something was said, a quote, like I'm a sucker for those inspirational quotes or but even if they said something that I was like, hmm, wait, wait, let me think about that. I would stop and like I wouldn't have time to get my phone out or out of my pocket or whatever and try to rewind it back to where it was. And it's like, mm-hmm. like now I missed it. And I only remember like thinking about what, what half of it was. But yeah, that was me to have something like that to where it would tag the last 20 seconds and even make it transcribe it into my notes or whatever it is. And that way I could go back and like, oh, okay, let me think about this some more now. But yeah, yeah. stuff like that is cool to me. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, we really are focused on our consumer and and what they need the most and making their life as easy as possible. Um, 
And it's been fun. It's been fun to deliver it and it's been fun to get it into people's hands. And I mean, that's one of the coolest things I've ever done besides, you know, professionally, it's the coolest thing I've ever experienced, right? I mean, have, of course, my kids are. <laughs> of course, I get that. Did you say it was called Ritual? Is that what you were calling uh, AI software? Yeah. Where did that, how did that come about? Was that just, how did, where'd you get the name Ritual? You know, that was actually the beta prototyping name because we needed a name for it and I was just thinking like this is the habit of like listening and you want to keep learning and you want to save that and integrate that 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 knowledge into things you're doing or you know even like I think about it like sometimes I want to send something to my sister or my dad you know and um, it would be a lot easier if I could just do it in a second Um, and I guess it just we got the name ritual just because it was sort of the habit you know yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but I was wondering if, you know, how what, would they make you know, certain things into acronyms or whatever? And I was just kind of wondering if maybe that stood for some kind of acronym. Um, it's actually That's the right different. word. I think it's the right word. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I say words on here and I was like, wait, was that right? I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, we all, no one can ha- have naming a company these days is incredibly hard because you can't buy the URL for anything. Sure. <laughs> Everyone has obscure names. Um, but for a product offering, we can have it, we can have the normal name. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of that though, it's almost ridiculously hard trying to name something just because everything is always taken. And you got to think of clever ways like what you did with butterflies on how to get a URL or a domain name. Like just like you said, because when I was trying to think of names for this podcast or even anything that I do, it's like, I don't know, man. Like every and every time you type in something, there's 14 different ways of or people have taken it and they just, it's like they sit around, some people sit around all day and just think of like every possible spelling for a word. And that way you'd have to buy it from them if you want that certain name, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I actually have a friend who does that and it's like trading, buying and trading stocks. Like wow. the words are getting passed between like five different companies in the world. And so you can't buy any words. <laughs> yeah. I, we actually had butterflies, the the actual spelling of butterflies, earbuds. But we couldn't trademark it because butterflies is too common of a word. So we came up with butterflies like earbuds, B-U-D, instead of T's. Yeah, it's clever. <laughs> yeah, so. You said it's pretty uh, pretty common, though. Is it just because of? Well, you can't, it's hard to trademark. Like you can't trademark cloud or you can't trademark bed. Right. You have to, it has to have be a different name if you're trademarking it. And we need it because we're. Uh, incorporated we needed to trademark our name so that was actually one of our biggest issues it wasn't butterflies necessarily (laughs) (laughs) so with that part was that one of the hardest parts in coming up with I mean I know obviously design and everything but is that one of the things that kind of racked your brain I mean how long did it take you to finally say this is the name and we're sticking with it yeah, I wish it was super complicated. I mean, we did name it because butterflies and why we lo- why we liked butterflies is because again, this knowledge seeker focus, but much like the flap of a butterfly's wings can affect weather patterns on the other side of the world, so too can knowledge and learning from the voices of others. Um and so that's where it's sort of where the butterfly's name came from. But I always thought I would probably, you know, one day we'll ch- change it, but people here's the good thing like people either love it or they hate it and which is always a good thing about a name because then you're like okay people have an opinion versus a name that like i can't remember what it was what's your name i can't remember what the name of your company is you know 
I mean, I think it's pretty clever. I, I like names like that. That it's like kind of it has a pun on it, but it makes perfect sense to your product and stuff. But what you do, we were just talking about the butterfly flapping its wings and whatever, like the butterfly effect. Yeah, that is okay. I haven't heard that in a while, but I so mean, we call it our butterfly effect. Yeah, spreading knowledge, get, learning from the voices of others, which I think is so important and. It really helps the world stay connected and more knowledgeable and more understanding. And I think even if you're like listening to comedy or whatever it is you're listening to, I think that has a really powerful effect on people. And so that's really what our why is. And it's stuck since the beginning. Yeah, no, I agree 100 percent. And I mean, that's one of like what I said, if I'm sitting at my desk or I've gotten to where I mean, I enjoy music, but I've gotten to where I enjoy audio, audio books and podcasts more just because of what you know, whatever subject they're talking about. And I like podcasts where they don't have one, you know, fallen hole they sit into, whether it just be, you know, a CrossFit podcast or a hiking podcast. Like I want one where, you know, they interview, like this is how I design my podcast, where they interview anyone and everyone just because of the knowledge that they might have over a certain topic, over what somebody else might think of the uh, same topic, I guess. And that, And I'm not saying that you need to listen to and, stay true to what everybody's saying on one particular podcast, but it just opens up my brain to new ideas. And that way, well, yeah. And just like, Oh wait, no, I never really, like I was telling you, like when I hear a quote or something, like, Oh wait, I never really thought about it that way. And I yeah. never saw it in their shoes like that. And that makes perfect sense now to me. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so important. I mean, you should, I, I try to listen to every different opinion, different thought process. I've even been trying to le learn Spanish lately. Um, I and so I listen to Spanish podcasts, which I get like half the half of what's going on. But I mean, that's really cool that I get that opportunity where I'm like, never doing the dishes and I'll listen to the Spanish podcast. <laughs> and it's not like I can tell when they're laughing. You can tell a little bit what's happening. Sure. So it helps. I had this theory one time and I, well, I guess I still kind of have it, but I forgot who I was asking or talking about it with. I have a friend who works out with me and he speaks Spanish. And I was asking him if he thought that if you listen to your Spanish music all day long, that if you would start to learn the language just by listening to that music and being able to pick up the words and then going back and kind of translating yourself and knowing like, oh, wait, this is how this phrase means or whatever. And just because it seems that, you know, when you've heard a song, you haven't heard a song in 20 some years, but all of a sudden it comes back on out of nowhere and you just remember all the words. And it's uh -huh. like, how does this happen? Like, why is it embedded in my brain this way? Yeah. So I just kept, I don't know, for some reason that made sense to me. And like, I've tried it and like, I can pick up some words and stuff, but it's just, I don't do it enough to try to become fluent at it or actually see if that theory is actually an actual theory, I guess. Yeah. Well, I will say my sister in, in college w lived in Venezuela for a year and she, um, how she didn't speak a lick of Spanish when she got down there and she would watch the telenovelas, which are like soap operas. Right. Okay. And that's what she learned. And then she, I mean, and then, and then her family host family would be like, you're so dramatic when you speak Spanish. <laughs> Cause I learned from the, from the soap opera. <laughs> are, are you wanting to learn Spanish just because you just want to learn it? Or is it because like, you, you know, I've always heard, like I used to have family members always saying you need to learn a second language. Cause this will help you as far as, career and they're not wrong but i mean but i was want to learn it just because i felt like hey if i wanted to go travel and live in venezuela for a little bit i want to be able to get around town yeah okay so i will tell you i mean i i agree 100 I, I think it's really important to learn another language i think that's one of the downfalls of um, of the geographic location of america right because it's not like europe where you're the country like 50 miles from you sure 
language, right? And you're not exposed to different languages all the time unless you live right on the border of um, Mexico or you live close to Quebec where they speak French. And so, but I was listening to a podcast about the guy who started Duolingo, which is a, a app. I know that app. Okay, yeah. And I mean, he was so smart and so interesting. And in the process he went to learn how to teach people another language was really interesting. So I was just interested in knowing this app. Like, is it really true? Because I used to build apps. Um, and part of it is like, there's a there's a gamification you need to do in order to keep people engaged. And so I wanted to see how he had done it. And then I got super into it. <laughs> so that's that's the other reason I was like, it's super fun. Like, I'm like, oh, this this little owl is making me feel like I'm <laughs> <something> today. <laughs> Did y'all design an app for butterflies yes we have not launched it yet it's part of the ritual um okay. experience and um that will be launching with our next product launch nice is this something that where you'll able be able to customize your headphones or earphones any way you want to or what exactly is the product yes. i mean you can do that now um by using the the native app on your on your cell phone mm -hmm. um but we yeah this way you'll be able to adjust whatever the sound profile you like you can adjust it for whatever content you're listening to um and then you'll have all your quotes and so forth stay saved in it when designing and going through the whole process of making the hit the earbuds like did you bring in like a set focus what do they call them? focus groups almost like a set people and just say hey here's the earphones headphones, whatever, try them out. What are you thinking? Like, what are you liking about them? It's like, did y'all just ask the public a lot of get, get their feedback from it? So we did two things. One was when we were, we did quantitative and qualitative research to make sure that there was market value here um, and that people were willing to pay for it. So one of the things we did was actually buy media against this. We bought media both against the the comfort fit technology and against the ritual aspect um, and then different price points. And so, and then we would return their money and just say, Hey, you know, we haven't launched yet, but thanks for participating. We'll keep you on the list. So we had a whole list of a big list of people who, who had already purchased the earbuds, which is returned their money. Um, and so then those people we sent, we used as our uh, alpha and, and beta testers because we knew they had an inclination for this and we wanted to make sure we were solving their problem. Mm. Um, so that's how we went about that. And that was, that was, I really was a successful way of doing it because we had no connection to them. I didn't know who they were. I mean, I knew their address because we were shipping them earbuds, but sure. um, it was a great way for us to test that and get real market market understanding before we had launched the big product. Yeah, good constructive feedback, you know, and that's one good thing that when I tell people, I guess in general, even about the podcast or whatever, that I want people to tell me that exactly how they feel rather than just tell me what they want to hear, you know, because that's exactly how you you try to you, you do grow and then you learn from your mistakes and you can fix what exactly is maybe the biggest issue that may you may or may not have overlooked, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I just I think that giving people truthful feedback is so important so sure. i like and i mean i just you know i always believe in the socratic dialogue where you're 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 filling in you're debating in order to fill in the gaps in your thinking mm -hmm. and so yeah I, that i really appreciate that too 
I was I was looking at the uh the earphones online on your website and the and the design and like you know how clean they looked and you know very modern and and I think in one of the books I was there was one of book I was uh, one of the books I was reading about Steve Jobs I can't remember which book I think it was Malcolm Gladwell's book I don't remember but anyway he was actually talking about the back or the inside of the iPhone and on the back of it where he wanted to make it look as perfect and aesthetically pleasing as he could even though he knew nobody would ever see it and is that kind of what in your design process you were kind of thinking too that like hey we want to look very like modernized very like hey when you get this this is like an actual you're getting your money's worth so to speak you know like yeah i mean design from an aesthetic standpoint was really important to us getting that clear experience we have was one of the hardest things we've done I later found out that there was a company that tried to launch and the only value they, I mean, the only thing they were offering was a clear earbud, but they ended up not launching. They had to have the, the in-ear part, the plastic part white. Um, and so I was like, well, we actually did it. So that was a really hard challenge, but we wanted that because we wanted that transparency and as part of the brand and in clarity and, and an understanding of, you know, what we're doing is those are some of our values. And so that's why it was important to me. It took an, that it probably took six extra months to get to market because of the clarity. It took so it was so hard to to solve for, but we did it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I though the way Apple and the way they have done design and think about design is is and you know, we don't want to ever look like Apple or do anything in, in regard to the, to the earbuds, but sure. their devices, we, you know, it's some of the, is hands down some of the best in the world. And, and that element of, of design is, I think set, they set the standard early on. Well, yeah. I mean, well, so they were one of the, what they made the first iPhone, right. Then from there it started becoming, you know, each year, everybody was looking forward to the next thing that Apple was going to make, right? And then now it's kind of like, oh, they had another iPhone, but it's just got a better camera. So, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's why, like you, know, like you said, they were the first ones and they just kind of caught everybody's attention early. And they were like a game-breaking thing into this world of technology. And now it's either your team iPhone or team Android. Yeah, I mean, and BlackBerry was the... Oh yeah, leader, right. And and BlackBerry had that keyboard, which was such a game changer that you could get a keyboard in that small of an area. And Steve Jobs was like, "No, we don't want the keyboard." And all of his engineers were like, "What? That's the thing that's getting that people are so excited about the BlackBerry for." And but he was right. Like, and and the thing that was so interesting about it is because he was thinking about the bigger market, right? So. That keyboard he did it on the, the touch screen, which was very hard to create because of the haptic experience with your fingers. You know the the reaction to your fingers. Yeah. Um, but he did it because you could change for different languages. You could change the keyboard, which you can't do with a physical keyboard like BlackBerry had. And that's just brilliant thinking, right? Thinking ahead and thinking such big picture. Um, so yeah, I think it's. Well, I know we're getting kind of short on time, but, you know, moving forward, though, and with your with butterflies and everything, what is your where do you see the future going in five to 10 years? I mean, but do you just want to keep making and adapting, uh, getting better and better with your head, uh, earbuds or what? Yeah, I mean, we we are going after this 
platform of computing and communication device. Like we're building this for the future. And one day it's very feasible that you won't need a cell phone anymore and you can do everything in your earbud. Um, and so that is what we're building for. And so continue to to make it the most seamless and smart experience for our consumers is, mm. is where we're headed. Cool. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, well, if you want to, you know, I thank you for being here. And if you want to plug butterflies or, you know, if you want people to find you or just anything you want to plug in general, uh, if people want to find everything, feel free to do that. Okay. If I mean, if, if you guys are want to chat or business, to talk about starting your own business, feel free to hit me up on LinkedIn at Shay Gerhardt. Um, and of course, if you want to check out Butterflies, it's B-U-D-E-R-F-L-Y-S. So one D, no T's. Cool. Well, Shay, thanks for being here. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, yeah, I'm really impressed by it and I love it. So Yeah, it was really cool talking to you. I love the, your style and I really enjoyed your podcast. So oh. thanks. Thank you. All right, we're out of here, folks. See you. I use my earbuds for. <laughs> cool. All right. It was great talking to you. All right, you too. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.